0: Alright guys, welcome back to Two Dope Brothers in the Podcast, episode 10. Gonna be talking about some uh, really great topics today. We're gonna talk about uh, what's going on in the world, uh, being a proud owner of a new guinea pig, why Chris's friend's mom makes amazing breakfast, and of course our favorite sports predictions. Um, So sit back, enjoy, and happy Thanksgiving everybody.
1: What up, D? What's going on, man? I'm just chilling.
0: All right, you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. Welcome back, everybody.
1: This is episode 10 of Tudo Pop. Oh, God. Strike that, reverse it. Backing on oh. <laughs> up. All right. Maybe, well, it's, maybe it's your white wine spritzer. Oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 10 of Two Dope Brothers and a Podcast. It is so great to have you with us. Um, Yeah, Chris was, uh, before we got on, just making fun of uh, my white wine spritzer that I'm currently drinking um, because I'm void of alcohol in my house, and my wife wouldn't stop and grab me a six pack of PBR. So, this is what
1: I'm left with, Chris. So Brad, do you have a pink sweater draped casually over your shoulders <laughs> with some boat shoes and no socks on? As you know. And,
0: and my boy. chinos.
1: And my chinos, freshly pressed with the crease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, Chris. Yes, sir. It's Thanksgiving week.
1: It is. Thanksgiving tomorrow.
0: I know. Turkey day, time to eat and uh gorge ourselves on delicious food and watch
1: football all day. Um, so what are you guys up to? Uh, just chilling, waiting for some, uh, people to get in. My sister and my nieces are coming in here in a minute. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I was supposed to go hunting this morning, but it was like 65 degrees and blue sky here in Denver. So pheasant hunting is not ideal at such temperatures, I guess. Plus I was busy and my homie Mikey was busy. So all of those together didn't allow me to go pheasant hunting, which I was pretty bummed about. So I decided to go to work instead. Wow. Um, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Pheasant hunting didn't pan out, so you went to work. Um, So how was work? Was it good? Was it exciting? I mean, usually the day before a major holiday work I was the only
1: motherfucker there other than the security guard lady.
0: So what did that tell you, Chris? What did you learn from this experience? I I should have just went pheasant hunting and quit digging around. Or you could have just stayed home and watched hours of Pornhub. I mean, there's a lot of
1: things you could have done with your day. Could have done that. Could have done that. Uh, I left a little early and went to the gym. Uh, okay. I've started. I've I've got back into a gym routine, which has been nice. Okay, trying to trying to beef up, and press the press the wife, or uh, you know, try to lose some weight. Really, uh, i put on a lot of weight. Uh, what are you so like one twenty? So no, dog. I'm up to two twenty. So I've had to like have this mantra every day that I need to go to the gym. Uh, that I am not a fat lazy shit. I am not a fat lazy shit. And I just repeat that to myself until I end up at the gym. So it's whatever okay. gets me there, honestly. Uh you know. Nah, not, I fucking hate going to the gym.
0: It's the worst. Well you're like what, six six and two twenty? That's that's man weight, son.
1: i Six five, but it's doughy. Yeah. Well hey, you could you could
0: play on the offensive line for the Broncos.
1: Mm. Well I am good at holding, that would be, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what I've been doing, I've gone uh, three or four times in the last couple of days, it's been, uh, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sore, tired of it, but, hey, no, no pain, no gain, brother, yeah, that's what's up, So feels good after
0: you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, or, so are you uh, cooking any, any specialties, any crew specialties that we should be aware of? Heading into Thanksgiving.
1: Uh, no, I don't really cook a whole lot. I just get frustrated. So Sarah handles that. She's a really good cook. So, yeah, everybody's been asking if I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, fuck yes. I went to the liquor store. I will sit around and <laughs> eat a bunch of delicious food. I will regale the family with tales of yore. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's it. Oh, yeah. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Are you guys, what are you guys doing? Anything fun? Uh, Yeah, so we're going to head over to
0: my uh, parents' house here in Chicago and uh, enjoy some delicious food. Um, I think my old man's doing all the meat, and we're bringing all the sides and desserts. So I was uh, in the kitchen early today, just whipping up masterpiece after masterpiece. Uh, We got some mashed potatoes that are ready to go. Got some sweet potatoes that are ready to go. And um, I did some pies and uh well i brought pies i mean that's i gotta stop lying to myself i brought pies um but i'll be doing some baked macaroni and cheese tomorrow Mm. which uh yeah that's it's gonna be sexy it's gonna be sexy mac and cheese atta boy and then i had some extra time on my hands so of course i made some chocolate chip and coconut uh
1: cookies for the family to enjoy when they got home wow you're really uh you're really domestic and shit yeah, you know, it
0: just adds to my sexiness, man. Mm-hmm. When I love a man that can cook, bitches love that shit.
1: Then um, I wonder why the bitches love me because, I mean, I don't really cook, but the bitches, the bitches, they, they do love me. Is that what we're calling them these days? The bitches? The bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, Chris, for you, you you, know, <laughs> you live in Denver, Colorado. Yes, where... the, the lovely ladies, the empowered, strong, beautiful. Uh, Alpha women is what we got here at Denver.
0: Yeah. So as long as you're not strung out on crystal meth, I feel
1: like it's just a win all the way around for the yep. Swim Pickens in Denver. So E. Uh, I would I would I would put Denver's beautiful women up against pretty much any big city in the United States, pretty women. I've been to a lot of big cities and there's some with some uh questionable talent, but I would say Denver's talent's pretty uh, pretty high up there, bud.
0: Really? Because I mean, all they do is eat Rocky Mountain oysters, which is literally—it's not true.
1: It's not true. Little testicles in their mouth. Not true at all. I wouldn't doubt their ability to swallow, but no, they're uh, they're good, healthy girls that like to hike and do yoga, and you know, Denver's got. uh, Denver's a talented city. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, come on out. You're invited. I know. I know. I've always
0: got the invite. I just got to like roll up on you and be like, dude, I need some help, man. I need to borrow a thousand dollars. Don't ask any questions type scenario and uh, you know, make it make it a fun outing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as we can uh, roll into our normal segment here, um, Nebraska football, another win, another win ugly fucking win um i think if we go back to our predictions we were way off but uh
1: you know what i find hilarious i remember last week i was talking about nebraska's not gonna have many of those rock fight games under 20 points single digit games i was like not many if ever and then (laughs) not 48 hours later we were hanging nine (laughs) on michigan state so yeah yeah, waiting. so
0: Nebraska pulls out the win over Michigan State, 9-6. to six. Um, But, you know, one of the things, and I, I mean, I'm sure you probably picked up on this. Um, before the game, they honored uh, Sam Fultz, and uh, I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. but Mike the, Sadler. Mike Sadler. Thank you for Michigan State. Um, pre-game, they both uh, tragically passed away in a car accident uh, a few years back. Um, but here's the incredible thing those teams match up and the game is decided on nothing but field goals not mm-hmm. a single touchdown scored i thought that was a fitting tribute um uh, to those two young men um but wow it was definitely um an intense game but uh, i did kind of like how nebraska played against better competition
1: um I wouldn't say better competition. I'd say the defense was pretty good. The defense is probably uh, one of the best in the country as far as run stopping. The conditions were shitty. Uh, It seemed like Michigan State was having some success running the football, and they lost their fucking minds and started throwing the football around in 30-mile-an-hour winds and and a little bit of snow and – that quarterback sunshine he uh
0: <laughs> such a
1: dude he he couldn't throw the receivers couldn't catch it it was a it was a real calamity we made them real one sided once they once they decided that they were going to start throwing it was we kind of had it in the bag, so I wasn't sad about that, but I wouldn't say they're more talented all the way around. I don't think offensively they have any talent whatsoever um but good up front, i mean good on them on the defensive front i mean. Good tackling, good – you know, they got Martinez a bunch of times where in previous games he would have made a little wiggle of his butt and and been gone, but he couldn't do that against Michigan State, a good tackling team, so.
0: Yeah, no, I completely can see your viewpoint. I'll slightly disagree with you a little bit. I think uh, even though Michigan State is not having the year I'm sure that they want to have – you know, I looked at this game and I looked at the Ohio State game as the games where we're starting to see how we can hold up against the more a leader, a leader, if that's a good word. That's <laughs>
1: not, I'll have a leader of cola. God damn it, Farva, just okay. order a large.
0: But I want a fucking leader of cola.
1: Yeah, no, it's not a word.
0: Yeah, so um, how they would handle and stack up against The more consistent teams, I guess you could say, in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan State, well-coached. You know, just not obviously their year. Um, But it was just good, again, to see the competition uh, from Nebraska against a better quality of team. It's not Bethune-Cookman. This is Michigan State. Um, They'll be back. But um, it was just good to see them compete well again, um, even though the conditions were adverse. Um, you know, Frost had that team ready to go, uh, definitely had a game plan. Um, Zigbo got to uh, over 1,000 yards on the season, so it was nice to see them uh, committed to that process with the run. And um, definitely feel like, you know, again, going into this Iowa game here on Friday, um, you know, it's, anything's possible at this point. I feel like, um, we could definitely go in there there and blow their doors off or, uh, you know, it could be, uh, it could be a dog fight, but I just don't see them going into this game and I don't see them, uh, getting their doors blown off. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. I was too consistent. They're too, uh, just reliable. Um, I don't think we're going to blow any doors off, but I don't think we're going to get beat by 10. In fact, I would, I'd be willing to say straight up, we're probably going to win the game. So. Um but I mean, fuck Iowa. They have bad corn. They're stupid. Bunch of idiots out wandering around. <laughs> Iowa Week's like I, I Iowa Week is uh fuck Iowa, man. They kiss my ass.
0: Yeah, I mean uh the what the best thing to come out of Iowa is probably Slipknot and that's saying a lot. Um Ooh. Iowa yeah, no, Ooh. I just I just don't really care for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean what the hell is a hawkeye anyway?
1: I'm not sure. I'm a stupid-looking, dumb black-and-yellow bird. I don't really know. Well, it's got to be about the blackbirds, Chris. (laughs) Uh, I read an interesting stat this week, though, that... uh, What's up? Scott Frost, three years as a head coach, three years as an OC, I'm sorry, three years as an OC, and two years as a head coach, he's scored less than 20 only twice. So over five years, he's only had under 20 twice. Uh so interesting to see him pull out a nine to six victory against Michigan State. I thought that was pretty telling of that offense to be explosive as they are. Yeah, no, definitely. And speaking of offense, uh, just to kind of shift the conversation a little bit, did you happen to catch Monday Night Football at all? I only turned it on in the fourth quarter because my phone was going crazy. People telling me I needed to watch it.
0: I, so, I mean, I watched it probably as the second quarter, midway through the second quarter. And if your friends were texting you, it was absolutely legit because this game had zero defense and all offense. I felt like I might have been watching Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yeah, it felt uh, like a big 12 game
1: once I turned it on.
0: Yeah, so what were your thoughts, man, when you tuned in in the fourth quarter? I think they scored like 30 points in the fourth quarter alone.
1: Um well, my thoughts are ESPN over <coughs> like over pumped it again. Right afterwards, it was like best game ever, best regular season NFL game ever. Question: Like, no, it wasn't. Um, just because it has a lot of offense doesn't mean it's a great game. Uh, I mean, it went back and forth. I, you know, I'm, I'm I kind of like defense sometimes, man. I kind of like the big hits, the, the you know nine, six rock fights, right? Like, I can appreciate that style of football, too. I understand that whatever it ended up being 54 to 50, whatever the final was. I understand the popularity. I liked it. I mean, it was it was exciting, but I wouldn't say it was the best NFL game ever. It was it was up and down the field as a track meet. It was cool, I guess. For whatever it was, I mean, it was just another game to me.
0: Yeah, I – you know i 'm going to take a slightly different approach to you, Chris. Um, I thought it was absolutely probably one of the most entertaining football games i 've ever seen in my entire life um, i haven't been more excited for a football game outside of last year's Super Bowl um, it, it it's it, it's a changing of the times for the n f l um, You know, they've got to get these match, these marquee matchup games have got to be something that people want to watch. And nothing could be better than the highest scoring uh, Monday Night Football game of all time uh, with 105 points. And you're literally looking at the future of the sport in Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff um, leading their teams respectively. And just obviously seeing what they are capable of doing. Um, You know, they're not always going to put up 50 points every game, but, um, you know, the potential is there. And we know we've seen from this season, uh, both are explosive players, uh, explosive teams on offense and defense. But at the end of the day, um, I think, again, it's it's probably one better regular season games in recent memory. Um, the best regular season football game of all time was Miracle at the Meadowlands 2. Kids, go YouTube it if you haven't seen it. Excellent, fantastic ending to that game and comeback. But, um, you know, this is a close second in my book. Uh, I just think it's definitely what the NFL needs is uh, the pizzazz of the game again because the game doesn't have uh, much pizzazz. So definitely thought it was uh, good, good for the NFL,
1: good for the sport. Um, I enjoyed it. You know what I think was good for the sport is on Sunday when Alex Smith's leg busted in half. I think that was good for the sport. What? <laughs> are, you, are you some type of
0: fucking deviant? I mean, like <laughs> fuck is wrong yeah. with you.
1: It was the worst thing I've ever seen the in man my life. Broke his and leg. I didn't, I didn't even see the replay until uh until we sat down for dinner and I just happened to have it on. I was like, what in the actual fuck just happened to that man's leg and why aren't they showing it during dinner time? Uh, it was gruesome. 33 years of the day Joe Deismann had it happen, and the final score of the game was the same exact one as it was that day that Joe Deismann broke his leg.
0: Crazy, and it was in the same exact location, um, on the field. Really, yeah, it was like this holy God. trinity of con fuckery. And was it Lawrence that... Taylor
1: that also did it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably his ghost was somewhere in Jesus the stadium. Jesus
1: Christ!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alex
1: Smith's leg
0: was fucking disgusting. Uh, I could I I happened upon it on Twitter the uh, replay because obviously they weren't going to show it on TV, but um, yeah, that just was not fun, and I I could just tell from when he got hit the first time by the first guy. I was like, nothing good is coming of this. Cause the second dude is just barreling down on him. And just when you see it happen, um, it just fucking sucks. Yeah. It would be the
1: worst. Yeah. Disgusting. Yep. I didn't like that at all.
0: Yeah. And I'm also very disappointed that Dallas is playing good football, but you know what? Fuck them. They get no credit. Um, what else? What else is happening um, new and exciting outside of uh, the Yankees acquiring every
1: player in the world uh, this offseason? Let's see. What else is happening? Uh, I saw today that uh, – uh, who was it? Jason Williams, J. Williams from ESPN said that uh, Duke basketball could probably beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then Duke basketball went and, and – Actually got beat by Gonzaga tonight, who is not the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, Jay Williams doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, apparently. I
0: think Jay Williams is just as big of a fanboy for Duke as uh, anybody. And, uh, you know, this is what it is. Again, I think this is a good Duke team. Um, They ran into another good Gonzaga team. um, And, you know, one was a great game. I watched it. But, um, yeah, they're just not tested. And, you know, you got freshmen. Freshmen have to learn the game. This is a small fish in a big pond now. So they'll learn. They'll figure it out. It's one loss. I mean, you know, you just got to make it to the tournament and just get in. That's all that anybody's even playing for. Regular season um, in college basketball is just so overwhelmingly disappointing, um, other than the fact that you just got to make the tournament for these uh, big-name teams such as Duke.
1: The, uh, the uh, Huskers got smoked last night by Texas Tech. That was not a good-looking game.
0: Yeah, you know, I haven't caught much Husker basketball, unfortunately. But, yeah, you know, it's a love-hate thing with them. It should be decently good. But then, you know, I saw the final score of this game, and I was just like, eh, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yep, not great. Well, you know, hopefully they'll get their, their acts back together and their shit back together, but you know, it is what it is.
1: Like you said, they just got to make the tournament and then anything crazy can happen, right? No, yeah, man. I mean,
0: that's all it is about in college basketball. You mean, you don't even really have to watch until March. Literally. I mean, outside of any big marquee matchups like, you know, uh, Duke, North Carolina, um, Whoever and whoever else, um, <laughs> there's not much to see, um, night in and night out. So, it's really all about March.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's uh, let's 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 stop talking about sports for a minute. Okay. Let's, let, did you see the story today um, about the feller, the American feller, who uh, took a fishing boat? over to a remote island off the coast of India, I think, to one of the most remote uh, communities of people ever that have never been influenced by anybody outside of this little uh, clan of folks. And I think the word is pronounced Sinhalese is what they call these people. Have you heard this story? Uh, Yeah, actually, I just read it uh, before we jumped on air. Good. What are your thoughts on this fucking guy?
0: Um, Was he white? (laughs)
1: Uh from what I from what it looked like to me, maybe white, maybe uh Asian of some sort, but definitely of the fairer skin. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean uh, there's some things you just don't do.
1: Um so let, yeah. me just,
0: let me just tell you what I don't do. All right. I um have a love hate relationship with spiders. Not my favorite creatures on the face of the earth. I'll smack one with a shoe when it crawls in my house, but one of the things that I definitely know is Australia has the largest concentration of poisonous, deadly spiders anywhere on earth. I am not going to set my fucking feet on the ground in Australia for that simple fucking reason because I don't want to die from a poisonous spider bite, and they've got the most out of anywhere else in the world. Stay in your lane, right? Dude, these people don't know who you are, <laughs> are not modernized uh, want I support choice of words, but it, they're not up to speed on what's going on in the world. And you're an outsider coming to an island that's not influenced any what's any in any way from uh the outside world. Um what did you fucking think was going to happen? Did they split roast him and have a luau too because I'm almost expecting that that's what would have happened.
1: Well, it sounded like he was a um he was trying to convert them over to Christianity uh which is um, from the story. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, fuck this guy anyway." Uh but what kind of piece of shit would go to this island and potentially infect all of these people that have never seen anybody from the outside world like If this dude had a sore throat or, uh, you know, a booger out of place or a sneeze or something, he fucking killed everybody. Uh, So not only am I glad that they smoke his ass with some arrows, uh, let that be a lesson to any other dumb shits that want to go over and do whatever, man. Take pictures of these poor fucking people. Try to convert them to Christianity. Uh, It doesn't matter. You uh, stay the fuck away. Stay in your lane. Uh, I'm glad they shot his ass with a bunch of arrows. I mean, really? Uh, fuck you. If fuck you very much, you dumbass. And people, you know, people could say whatever that was uh, inconsiderate, whatever, even if it was my own family. Fuck you for going over there. Uh, it was really ignorant. Um, and I heard that they arrested the fishing boat driver like, good, good. Let these people live in peace. Don't come over there. And I hate them
0: yeah no i would uh definitely agree with your comments there i think you were spot on um leave well enough alone in some cases yeah. you don't need to poke the hornet's nest there's uh no research being done um there's no partnership here with these people you're literally coming over to push your religious ideals on them
1: if it was the um, religion thing even if it wasn't even if you were just going over there to explore just leave them the fuck alone
0: yeah, I mean, it, it just seems a little
1: pretentious if, if you ask me. Yeah, but I, I like. I was searching through pictures of this. I, I don't know if you call it a tribe or whatever it was. These, this group of people, uh, and <laughs> every single fucking one of them. These people look pissed off that some people take taking pictures of them. Like, I guess they shoot arrows at helicopters that fly up or boats that get too close. Like, good on you guys. I like that. I like that you guys are <laughs> got your arrows out. You're ready to fight for your shit. I like that.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Um, definitely feel like they got to stand up for themselves. Uh, so, Chris, question yes. for you. Kind of, a, you know, something that just chaps my ass a little bit, but I'd be really interested to see your thoughts on this. Um, thoughts on shopping on actual Thanksgiving.
1: On actual? Who would, what kind of fucking psychopath would do that?
0: Um, you know, there are psychopaths out there. I think there's a handful of stores that are, um no you don't do that open like later in the day like around 6 7 p.m. um before the black friday hysteria and
1: they're trying to get people african-american friday god damn it um yeah i fucking hate that stores would even open up on thanksgiving because if if i had to work in retail or whatever store and they were like Yeah, you gotta come in five o'clock on on Thanksgiving night. I would that would be my last day working in retail. Um That's like that's that would just ruin your whole day of hanging out with the family, uh, eating turkey, eating leftover turkey, eating pie and leftover pie, and then more pie and then a little bit of ice cream on some pie later on, sneak tip like
0: uh (laughs) Ice cream and pie. Yeah. Like
1: that's some bullshit, man. Uh I'm trying to think. I think one time, because I got a smoking deal on the TV that I'm watching right now, I think one time on Thanksgiving I went and got this TV. Uh, Basically a two-for-one deal.
0: Oh, you're a hypocrite
1: Um, then, sir. uh, You know, I just really wanted this badass TV. Um,
0: (laughs) Hypocritical, sir. You can't talk shit about people that do it, and then you did it. But fuck that store for being open, though. (laughs) Mm. Listen, I think we've reached a point in American Greed where it's just disgusting that a family sacred holiday is completely raped for financial gain. Well, let's call it what it is. Yeah. I mean listen, the best thing that you did on Thanksgiving was go to your family's, put up with the BS that you had to, eat a whole lot of food, peace out around eight o'clock go home, change your outfit, and then go hang out with your boys because the bars are always open late. Um, you know, shopping on actual Thanksgiving just seems so sacrilegious to the fact that spend that time with people you actually care about. And worst of all, you're making people have to work the, that day. Um, now, you know, it's partly a choice, but, you know, for some people they have to. Um, why what, Why can't it just wait until midnight? I mean, what? what is the big to do about getting it done Thursday so you don't have to go deal with people Friday, but then you're not spending time with your family? I don't really comprehend it. Maybe our listeners could uh, hit us up on Twitter and let us know uh, why, if they partake in the uh, Thursday madness, um, why they do it. I would love to know. I don't even shop Black Friday because I think it's stupid. But, uh, yeah, just uh, it would be very interesting to know.
1: Yeah, uh, I even got a problem with the people who like to go to movies on, on holidays like that. And my wife is one of those people. She is, like, bonered out. Movie tomorrow, and I'm I'm definitely not going. Um, bonered yeah. out. Yeah, you know, geeked up, bonered out. <laughs> you know? I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. it. I like I'm gonna start using that now.
0: All
1: right, all right. Um yeah. Sure. I guess that's what she did, like that's one of her traditions is to always go on movies on holidays. I think that shit's weird. I I don't like I guess I just don't want to leave the house. I just wanna chill and like you know, eat some pie and then a little bit more pie later on. I don't <laughs> I think you like pie, Chris. If I, I fucking I fucking love pie, bro. You should have seen my brother last year. That motherfucker put down like I, I think seventeen pieces of pie or something astronomical in one day. <laughs>
0: oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah no, and I, I think the the whole thing is the reason I despise this being open on Thanksgiving. I used to work retail many many years ago, and uh, I used to work the Black Friday because it was just good money. Um, but it was always. Um, <sighs> So intriguing, because if you're listening to this and you want the secret to holiday Christmas shopping, um, you're going to see all these sales coming out for Black Friday. And if you've ever worked retail, you might know this. And if you haven't, please pay attention. Never go for any percentages between now and Christmas. Um, percentages are actually just a scam. Um, because, yeah, you're getting 50% off, you're getting 30% off, you're getting 40% off, you're getting 70% off. But what the hell did the person you're buying it from, what did they pay for it? How much is that markup? And if you don't know those two things, you won't know how good of a deal you're actually getting. Because if I bought something for $200 and I mark it up to 800 and I say, hey, I'll give you 50% off of it guess what? I'm still turning a fucking profit. So, um, you know, never fall for percentages. Your best bet is to wait until you get a hard line, stop down, markdown down price. That's usually the best sign that this is something that has to go. So don't fall for the percentages, guys. Look for those hard fixed prices between now and Christmas. So even if it's a percentage now, keep your eye on it. Once you see that hard fixed price, Uh, mark down, slash down, red tag, whatever it is, then go out and get your shit.
1: Damn, you just did the whole life hack. Hashtag life hack.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just the secret of the game, man. Anytime you want something gone, you put a price on it to get it gone. Um, Percentages, you just mark that shit up, and people just bite at any... The closer you are to 50, the more people get excited. It's like shoppers morning wood, you know? Yeah,
1: that's uh... how... You know, my wife and some other females that I know are, they like to, uh, they don't even need shit, but if they see it's on discount, they'll buy it.
0: Uh, this, uh, you yeah. I want to be smart this holiday season. I don't want you guys to get fleeced because I love you all and I care about you. And I want you to send us your money and not give it to this greedy Send Usher your
1: money? Usher Raymond? <sighs> you making fun of my black accent. Um, no, I just thought you said Usher. Uh, you, you wanted me to send Usher some money. No, yeah, I want them to send
0: us their money. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's just my, it's just my East Coast slang. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Chris. You should be.
0: Um, it's so, a sad day, Chris. Por qué? Um, sad day, because, uh, I don't know if you saw this in the news, but, um, Devin Lima passed away. Um... And I know he was part of your favorite band growing up. Um, Probably the song that appeared on every mixtape you ever gave to a girl. And uh, I believe you actually have these song lyrics tattooed somewhere on your body. Um, Just a rumor. Family rumor.
1: Bro, are you um, talking about LFO? Yeah, man. Man, get the fuck out of here with that. (laughs) (laughs) Tragic
0: Uh, news. Tragic news. Sad to uh, see somebody guy, but... Chris, come on, man! You, you know you were singing that girl's of summer song. You had it playing in the stereo because all the girls loved that song back in the day.
1: Um, man, I mean, I heard it because I I graduated in '99, so it was like a popular song when I was a youngster. But uh, that wasn't my jam. LFO wasn't my shit. I was uh, I was dedicated fully to In Sync, bro. That's, that's where I was at. That time. yeah. Backstreet Boys were whack. LFO whack. It was just In <laughs> Sync. To the core.
0: But nobody in NSYNC
1: had frosted tips. The guys in LFO had frosted tips. (laughs) Bullshit. Bullshit. Don't you ever question Joey Fatone's fucking frosted tips. Chris Kirkpatrick had frosted tips on his fucking dreadlocks. JT had full-on ramen noodle hair. Don't fuck with me, bro. This is really happening right now. Yeah, I'll break down the whole goddamn band if you want me to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't
1: can't do this. How do you? It so says the guy who's drinking a white wine spritzer talking about LFO. Mm. White wine
0: spritzer. You tell that cousin of yours, she should have picked me up a six-pack of PBR, and I wouldn't have had this
1: problem. Well, I don't mean it's not a problem. It's getting you where you need to go. I'm just going to bust your balls about it for a long, long time.
0: It's okay. It's all right. I mean... I had my alcohol consumption, and I'm doing my podcast, so I feel good about life. I regret nothing.
1: All right. I regret
0: nothing, man. Well, What else
1: is going on, man? Should we get predictions?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, before we get to predictions, a funny thing happened this week. Um, There's a certain female in my life who strong-armed me into getting our child a pet. Um so we are now the proud omer owners um of Lumi, the guinea pig. And so we picked up a guinea pig last weekend. Um, Lumi.
1: Lumi yeah. the guinea pig.
0: Yeah, so my wife and my son were all about it. You know, uh the dog they want, we can't seem to find one of those, so we had to get something that as a placeholder. And so now I have a guinea pig. Um he's a little skittish. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's uh, he 's he's kind of warming up to the family um, has there ever been a time chris you 've been pushed into
1: something you just didn 't want to do Uh, yeah, every single day every single day that happens to me, um, but not really with pets i 'm usually pretty uh, pretty firm on my pet belief. I did have a, a guinea pig growing up as a child during the summers. Uh, my mom had one as like a Classroom pet, and she would bring it home for the summertime. Oh, no, uh, yeah. And one summer it got underneath the deck, and um, never Ooh. saw that goddamn guinea pig again. <laughs> I'm sure a snake
0: got to it of some sort, something, something cool. But, yeah, we used to, I used to watch the uh classroom pet. We had a rabbit in fourth grade named Shadow, all black, mm-hmm. soul brother number one. <laughs> Soul brother number one. Soul brother number one, but yeah, that was the most awesome pet because all I did was eat and poop, and so a bunch of us signed up. That's what Guinea Pig does, too. (laughs) And so a bunch of us signed up to watch it, so we just rotated every two weeks, but no, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, so the Guinea Pig, interestingly enough, um, you know, been really shy, hiding under his little like perch all week, but Today, um, my son and I are sitting here watching How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and this little thing starts doing, like, fucking laps, Um, like you wouldn't believe. I thought um, he was on crack, but um, guinea pigs don't have crack, so it didn't make a whole lot of sense, but this thing was, like, just fucking, like, I mean, (laughs) dude, he was- Got his burst of energy? He was zonked out, man, just back, and I'm just, like, looking over, I'm like, he's gonna run into something, he's gonna run into something. And he runs into his food dish. <laughs> I'm just like, "Yes, dude, what is going on? And the, I walk over and this thing is just still going. Boom, 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 boom. Back and forth, back and forth. And my son walks over, right? The one who loves this thing to death. And then it stops dead in his tracks and cowers back into the corner. And I'm like, really? The four-year-old loves you? Me? I'm like kind of debating how I feel about you. And you're you're more afraid of him than me? <laughs> so it was uh it was just an interesting experience with this animal thus far hmm. well,
1: um yeah, I can't give you much advice on those man. i I don't know um just I guess love him. Do you have like one of those little balls that he can roll around in and stuff? Well, I
0: mean we were going I was trying to get one of those, but I was told that um they're a little too lazy yeah. for the ball. um it's more a hamster thing I hate that's it how when hamsters you're lazy get for down. the balls. But um, if I ever do need them to go away, I can just put them under the deck. It's good to yep, know, Chris. Yep, Thank you
1: yep, for that. Yep, and that's a that's a little
0: tip there. Appreciate that tip. Um, but yeah, let's jump into predictions, man.
1: Um, should we kick it off with the Nebraska game, Nebraska Iowa? What do you? What yeah, you that's the only one I really give a fuck about. Nebraska Iowa. Um, Nebraska's going to win, probably by three. Score will be somewhere. Hmm going to go 30 to 27. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Rest is gonna um, win straight out. Matter of fact, I'm so confident about it. I'm going to look up an online betting service and I'm going to figure out how to do online betting today and I'm going to bet on that game and it'll be my first ever online bet. I had a very real discussion with Sarah about becoming an online better the other day and she was a hundred percent supportive for it. So I'm going to start being a gambler, I guess.
0: We need our wives to talk because I need that level of support for my online gambling habits.
1: Well, I've never done it before, um, but my, our cousin Dustin was telling me about it a couple weekends ago here for the UFC fights, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's something that uh, I would be pretty good at. Yeah. us make sure you do your research. Well, I'm going to do it more on gut level stuff, you know, just completely from the gut, shoot from the hip, kind of like I've lived most of my life and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Um. The good news is I got a very addictive personality, so that shit should work out really well for me if it starts going bad. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, can I? Yeah. Out
0: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need, I'm
1: gonna need five hundred dollars until my next paycheck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't get in over your head, dude. Please don't. Yeah, well, what's your prediction?
0: Um, you know I. I'm going to be a little bit of a realist here, and I'm going to have to go the opposite way uh, here, Chris. And uh, I am going to say Nebraska will put up a hell of a fight, uh, but they will ultimately lose this game. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to, I think, uh, special teams uh, will be a big factor. Um, but unfortunately, I think Nebraska loses this one uh, 21 to 27. 27-21.
1: Um, all right. He might have just talked me out of my online betting now. Hey, wait, that's still within 10. That's still good. I still cover. I'll hey, win. Hey, you'll cover. You'll yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it.
0: Yep. So, you know, I just I, – I, I think Iowa might be good, um, sneaky good. It might pull a fast one on old Scotty boy. They
1: might. I got a buddy I work with who's an Iowa fan, and, and he's a real good guy, but he roots for a shitty fucking team, so – First right, thing Chris, I did Monday Chris, morning was Chris. What, Chris. What, what,
0: no, what? Dude, no If he roots for Iowa, he cannot be a good guy. Those two things don't well, go hand. Not in hand. this
1: week. This week the dude's a piece of shit. But every other week of the year, uh, he's my homie. Um, but I'm really tired of losing bets to him every fucking year. Uh, yeah. So this is the year, man. We're gonna. Is that is this guy bigger than me? No hell no. I'll slap okay. the shit out of him.
0: Alright, well then the only go on record was saying fuck that guy, Chris. Yeah. He's terrible all year. He roots for a yeah. shitty team. Yeah, he does. You need to put him in his place and remind him his corn is inferior.
1: Yeah, He, d- he does have bad corn. But his mom makes a mean breakfast. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> I don't... You know, for, for the sake of the fucking podcast, Chris, how do you know this? <laughs> you bang his mom. <laughs> was she built for speed or comfort did you motorboat it that you (laughs) son of a bitch
1: she she makes a really good breakfast (laughs) yep you're
0: really not going are you like the latte (laughs) west of your
1: your (laughs) fucking job no no, it's just an ongoing joke we have (laughs) Uh, I've never even met the dude's mom but you know she makes a mean breakfast <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to know. I don't think I want to know. Okay. I don't want yep. yeah, no, to know. There's nothing to know. That's it. <laughs> she she some mean some breakfast. mean breakfast. All right. I guess we'll fucking leave it at that. Yep. Um... <laughs> Too good. Mm-hmm. Too
1: fucking good. Oh, man. Uh, dude, we've been 40 minutes into this damn thing and we didn't even talk about boobs, hockey. Harley's, my buddy Travis, uh, he got on there today. Travis Rudder got on there today onto our Twitter and told us he was going to listen, but we need to talk about boobs, beer, and hockey. God damn it.
0: All right. um, So here we go. Just to make Travis happy, because we never want to disappoint our our valued listeners. Thanksgiving, we're so thankful for you guys. Um, So we'll go uh, favorite boob size, favorite hockey team,
1: favorite beer. And we'll have it covered. Favorite boob size? Yeah, you 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 go first. 34D. Oh. oh. All right. Uh, Keep going. Favorite hockey team, Colorado Avalanche. And favorite beer, Budweiser beer, the king of beers. Ice cold, delicious, refreshing Budweiser beer. Your turn. All
0: right. Uh, boob size, I'm going to have to go with a, uh, you know, I, I... – it's hard, Chris, because I'm, I'm a connoisseur of women. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm sure your wife loves to hear that shit. <laughs> <She> <laughs> does, I've been hounding her for a week to listen to the last episode, so I'm sure she's not listening at this point. Either. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, I like boobs. Um, I'm going to go with a 34 34B. B. All right. Yeah, you know, something to work with, you know, it doesn't have to be overly, you know, sometimes it gets in the way. Um, Favorite hockey team, um, really don't give a shit about hockey, but since I live here, Chicago Blackhawks. um, And favorite beer. um, Now, I will say it's been a long torted history with favorite beers. I used to love yingling lager um, until I found out that the uh, owner supports a dickhead that we have in office, but um, probably go with the PBR. I enjoy a, a refreshing PBR. It's been there for me through a lot of hard times, and I love that beer, so PBR. Huh. All right. So I think we covered it. I think uh, your buddy will be happy. Um, so hopefully that'll keep him back, get him back here for at least one more episode. We'll see. And then, uh, you don't know, maybe you can find out if your buddy's mom makes... Great breakfast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. I'm going to get out of here. My sister's going to be here in a little bit. I got to, you know, stop playing Xbox and stuff. That sounds like a lose-lose. Yep.
0: All right, guys. Well, uh, I've been Daryl. I've been Chris. And you guys have been awesome. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, guys, and we'll see you back next
1: Peace.
0: Later. Hey, thanks, guys, again, for listening to Two Dope Podcasts. We really appreciate having you guys on. we really love to hear back from you and uh, know what kind of feedback you have for us. If there's anything we can improve on or if there's anything you would like to hear us talk about, please visit us on Twitter at twodopepod. C-A-S-T. That's right. Visit us at 2DopePodcast, and we would love to hear your feedback so we can help improve and make better episodes. Thanks a lot for listening, guys, and we really appreciate you.